Welcome to the Inglorious Blasters Podcast, the Star Wars Legion podcast talking anything and everything glorious or inglorious about the game. My name is Corey, and with me today is the High Inquisitor, Brendan, and the furball known as John. Welcome. How did you come up with uh, with these designations? Uh, well, there's I... certain AMG news that was released, and Brendan was hyped for Inquisitors, and John, you love Wookiees. Oh, <laughs> so... oh that's fair. All right, all right, I dig it. I need a cape. There you go. Yeah, we can get you a cape. That's yeah. easy. Yeah, an yeah. Inquisitor cape. <laughs> We also need the technology for a spinning lightsaber. Uh, we'll get right on that. <laughs> I, I mean, the technology exists. They they did do a uh, limited release one, the Black Series, that you had to pre-order a thing. For, oh, uh, legitimately it spins? That's fun. I, I, I believe it did. Um, I don't know. It was out of my price range, so I didn't bother trying to buy that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. The Black Series is very expensive. <laughs> Alrighty, so today on the podcast, we got lots to talk about. Uh, so Brendan went to a tournament at Game Castle, so he's going to quickly go over some of those games. Uh, and then the main highlight is AMG's Mini Stravaganza. We're going to talk about all the fun stuff uh, that was shown off. And we have like a bunch of new rules and a bunch of fun other stuff like that. There you go. But before we begin, let's uh, get to a couple of our sponsors of the podcast. We've got Baron of Dice. He's got dice. Go check him out. If you use... Check out code GLORIOUS, you will get a little bit of a discount. BaronofDice.com. Panhandle 3D for all your 3D printing needs. You need terrain, want it 3D printed, don't want to make it yourself. Panhandle 3D uh, on Etsy. Use the code GLORIOUS for a 15% discount. And Dice Must Flow. He's got an Etsy shop. You can get 15% off any of the dice trays he's got on that website, including any custom orders you might like to have using coupon code IGBLASTERS. Excellent. And then uh, for the last time on this podcast, we're going to mention the Crucible. <gasps> the Crucible tournament. It's coming up. John is going. He's going to go to Disney. I'm pretty jealous. Yeah. Oh, and then, and then play Legion. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> There just happens to be a Legion event to this Disney trip that I'm now. That's right. Are your kids excited? <laughs> They're very excited. <laughs> <That's good>. <laughs> <laughs> they were confused the other day when we told them that I was going to be playing Legion. And they're like, wait, what? Like, I thought we were going to Disney. Well, yes. Like, yes, well, but no. <laughs> this all started with, yeah. And it's, <laughs> you can see how it just slowly turned into a Disney trip and less of a Legion trip. But I am, in fact, going to play Legion. That was that's where all Excellent. this started. So Crucible is on the horizon, and I will be there. Excellent. Go harass John if you're, if you're going to be there. <laughs> Alrighty, so we got one more tournament. It is the St. Lauren Open over in Canada, uh, October 21st and 22nd for specifically Legion. Check it out if you are in the area. Should it be a fun time. World's qualifier, so go have fun. Yeah, you got the world's qualifier swag. There you go. Alrighty. Uh, Brendan, you went to a tournament. I uh, did. Tell us about it. How'd you do? Uh, I did pretty well. I, I ran a uh, Imperial Remnant list, and let's just say everybody who saw it didn't expect it. And, you know, as, as with the Remnant, people had to keep being reminded what was where, uh, because heavy weapons are just everywhere. They're just uh, all over the place. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so the list I ran was uh, a 9 activation, 793 points, and I was a blue player for all of my games with that bid. 
Um, it was Moff Gideon with improvised orders and the Darksaber, a Shore Trooper with a Stormtrooper T-21 and a medical droid, two Stormtroopers with HH-12s, medical droids, and recon intel, two Death Troopers with the Scout Sniper Rifle and their E-11 config, one Scout Trooper with the T-21 Stormtrooper, and two speeder bikes with emergencies transponders. Um, this was a lot of fun for a uh, list for me to play. Uh, I learned a lot of good things. It was also one of my first few times playing with my uh, speeder bikes, so trying to just get the feel for those was kind of fun. Uh, my first game, loads of fun. Uh, I ended up playing against a rebel list that was a mix of Ewoks, regular Rebel Corps, Leia, Wicket, and Op Luke. Um, so, yeah, Luke Luke was scary. Uh, the Ewoks were also a little scary, but I definitely outranged my opponent, and I was able to flank with the bikes, and so th things ended up going pretty well for me. Um, and we had played a game of KP. Uh, I ended up scoring the middle KP, and my opponent's KP and completely just abandoned mine. So <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a dominant move that was. It's like, nah, I don't care about mine. <laughs> yeah. Luckily the, uh, the bikes made it to turn six and they were able to just both move and contest the, the back KP. So <laughs> that's, that's funny. <laughs> nice. Uh, my second game, uh, I got to play against, uh, dashes for the first time uh somehow i've been to numerous tournaments and haven't gotten to play him yet um luckily he was taking it easy on everybody because he was also the person running the tournament um and so he wasn't running a republic list he was running a separatist list that had dooku and maul in it um my list doesn't like to see lightsabers uh you know i've got gideon as a delaying tactic but he can only do so much <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so this game also was uh key positions um i had no trouble you know killing his droids that that was the easy part um eventually on turn six gideon was actually able to kill dooku after dooku had taken a couple shots uh maul kind of just did his thing and wiped two of my squads um one squad in one swing and one squad in two swings. Uh, both squads had medics that I never got to use. It was very sad. Uh, uh, ended up, yeah, That's depressing. <laughs> ended up winning that one, uh, two to one on KP. It was a very fun game. Um, I definitely learned some stuff with the bikes that game. Uh, you know, especially getting better positioning and displacement and stuff like that. I, I realized I made a few mistakes that made it a little closer than it should have been on the. Uh, the one KP we were contesting. Um, so that, that was a great learning game. Uh, the third game, I end up getting to play uh, Kyle Dornbos so, from the Notorious Scoundrels. And he, uh, if anybody's been listening to their podcast, uh, he, he made the change and he did a Anakin Padme Pike gun line. <laughs> so uh, that was a list that was very difficult to deal with. I ended up playing key positions again, uh, but this time was also minefield, so that was kind of fun. Because uh, yeah, I had minefield in my deck. <laughs> but um, basically, his pikes are impossible to kill. Uh, but 
I was able to two-shot Padme with the bikes, which was fun. And actually, the one of the funniest moments of the game was his Anakin did a saber throw fire support at Gideon. It did eight hits, you know, pierce three. Gideon's only got five health, and he's not immune pierce in, uh, at it for a ranged attack. Um, Gideon survives it with one wound. <laughs> and that was the yes. first first action of that turn. So then my entire army just opened up on Anakin and killed Anakin that turn. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. Uh, however, then, it, you know... I wasn't able to, you know, really deal with the uh, the pikes, and so Kyle ended up winning that two uh, one on KP. But it was a really fun game. Um, I, I definitely learned some stuff. I got some issues with this particular list, especially with the the Courage One core, because Gideon's nowhere near them to provide a Courage bubble. Uh, so I definitely like this list. I, I definitely want to tweak it a little bit to find some other ways, because this is a strong gun line with all the free aims and potentially free dodges if I, I see the need for those instead. I just need to try and figure out how to mitigate the suppression a little bit. It's crazy how fast the bikes can catch you off guard. I feel like the amount of times that I've played Corey now because he loves playing speeder bikes and I'm like, oh, Anakin's safe here and then the bikes do like a double move or uh, you know, like a triple move setting themselves up for like the next turn and all of a sudden a completely safe spot becomes not so safe and he's got like three or four wounds on him uh, catches you off guard so the fact that you were able to uh, hunt Padme down is pretty uh, uh, yeah, the, the saddest part was it was an open shot on Padme with my bike and I got five hits out of the possible six and Padme rolled five blanks. If I'd only had that one extra one, it could have been really different. <laughs> so instead, Padme was still able to return fire and finish off one of the bikes because it had already taken some wounds. But <laughs> It's not often that she takes those shots, but that sharpshooter, too, really helps her out when oh, she yeah, does. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it was a very funny, fun game because... This table wasn't exactly dense, and since we were doing KP, we were also playing battle lines. We basically ended up playing on a 3x3, three three, except for my bikes doing a little bit of flanking. So, <laughs> it was definitely a, a bit of a, a slugfest, but it was a good time. Well, nice job, sir. It sounds like it was a pretty stacked event, just from some of the names that you were listing oh, yeah. off and some of the other people that you had mentioned, at least on our Discord. Yeah, yeah, there. this this was so a awesome. really good event. Um and uh, congrats to Kyle for getting the invite at this event. Um, we the, uh, the 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 two people who made it to the final game one had an invite. Kyle didn't have an invite, so just Kyle got the invite. So congrats to Kyle. <laughs> yep, pass down. Yep. Excellent. Good job, Brendan. Nice job, Brendan. Representing. Someday I'll maybe get an invite. It'll. Then it'll be taken from <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! But I think Good I think stuff. remnant might be what I I, I enjoy for uh, the time being until uh, you know more more goodness that we'll we'll talk about in way too much detail from mini extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure. 
Oh, man. Well, I mean, without further delay, how about we just get into the mini extravaganza stuff? Sounds like a plan. Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, first, uh, we're, we're just going to go in order of reveals. Uh, Spec Ops, it got released. It was in beta, uh, public open beta, and now it's uh, fully released with like full artwork on the command cards and stuff. Looks sweet. I'm excited to try it. I uh, don't know if we'll dive too deep into that in this show, but uh, just wanted to let everyone know it's out. Go yeah, have fun. I think we'll talk about it in a future show. I haven't gotten the, a good chance to look at it all yet. Um, I definitely want to play it before I, I talk on it too much. Um, you know, I don't want to talk about something I haven't experienced. So, But the art's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The art is pretty sweet. I, I've, I've pretty much said Spec Ops not really like something that I'm super into. I don't really like like the smaller skirmish style games. Um, but when I was flipping through the art, and I'm not usually someone that is that into like the card art, as you guys know, I was like, ooh, this is pretty sweet looking stuff. So that uh, at least piqued my interest. Absolutely. Uh, then we can just go right into the droid battle force then uh, next. Uh, battle that was real force. Next. <gasps> the experimental droids available experimental now for print droids. and play. Yep. Um, so special rules for this battle force. It's a uh, separatist alliance faction. The following unit counts as a core unit for the purposes of army building and battle cards. The IG-100 Magna Guard prototype assassin droids these are a a new type of unit we'll go over that uh, in a minute uh they have another special rule at the start of each activation phase choose up to one of your commander units if you do put three surge tokens on that unit's card once during its activation a friendly special forces core or support unit that has the ai keyword may perform a free action to spend a surge token on the chosen commander unit if it is at range three if it does choose one of the following increase their speed by one during their next move action this turn gain one aim token or one dodge token add one black die and one white die to their attack pool during their next attack action this turn or remove up to two suppression tokens uh that's good. That's real spicy. Um, yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> after you go over all the rules, I can tell you. Yeah. I, I had a demo game of this against uh, a local, so <laughs> I, yeah. I love it so far. So let, let's see what we uh, can use this fun new special rule on. Um, so the list allows for Commander, the Super Tactical Droid, uh, the T-Series Tactical Droid, uh, and they're just the generics no, no no unique super attacks um special forces the bx series droid commandos no strike teams and the ig 100 magna guard prototype assassin droids which we will go over shortly for core it's zero to two b1 battle droids and zero to two b2 battle droids support is droidicas and the heavy is the NR99 Persuader class tank droid prototype tank droid. So this is also another uh, Battle Force specific unit, just like the IG100 Magna Guard prototype assassin droids. There are no 
unique upgrades allowed. The rank requirements, each army must include one to two commanders. Each army may include up to three special forces. Core, each army must include three to six. Support may include up to three. And heavy may include up to two heavy. All right, our two units for this battle force that are unique to this battle force. I'll start with the IG-100 Magnet Guard prototype assassin droids. For 60 points, it's a special forces that you count as a core for list building purposes. It's four models, droid trooper, one health each, one courage, rolling red defense dice. Speed two, weapon is a precision laser dart, which is range one to two, black and a white. In melee, it's the Electrostaff, using a black and a white. They can take a heavy weapon upgrade, a training upgrade, and a grenade upgrade. Keywords are AI Dodge Move, Charge, Immune Melee Pierce, Unhindered, and they are Special Issue Experimental Droids. Nice. Uh, this Battle Force is sweet because it's just great. I love them. Yeah, but there's also the special Persuader class tank in this force. Oh my goodness! This uh, I don't know about this tank. <laughs> this tank is a bit different from the uh, the tank we all all know the the regular snail tank. Um, most of it's the same. Uh, it doesn't have surge to hit like the regular one, right? The regular one has surge to hit. Yep. Um, this has arsenal three instead of arsenal two. It has a keyword called Command Node. During the command phase, this unit may issue an order to a core trooper at range 1. And it has special issue experimental droids. And it doesn't have the transport keyword. Yeah, this this uh, this feels I, weird. I actually didn't notice that. But otherwise, it's the same as the other tank. Yeah. Are those all the rules? The Arsenal 3 is interesting. I don't know how much you want to get into range two though. That's like my issue with this. Like you, like Probably like you not. you can. I, I I think then you just open it up to die. <laughs> Probably. I, I I think, yeah. I think you want to just sit at range four and just throw high energy shells. <laughs> um, I, I'm not sure. This the is only a reason this is a weird. You take yeah. it to range two is if you put bunker buster shells on there. <laughs> yeah, that's the only other reason bunker buster, but. Again, I think you're just asking for it at that point. <laughs> the the normal one is surge hit. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I don't I don't I don't think I've ever actually played against one of these things. They're fun. Like, they're good. I have. Corey used they're it. They're cool. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm looking at it. So like a lot of it, I'm like, uh, how different is this than the normal? It, it one? also lost. I've just never seen. It also it. lost impact one critical one on the main cannon. Ah, the, you're right. So like that that to me is like a big oof. Basically, uh, you, this is a weaker one that gives you direct core. Which is funny, because, like, you can only take so many B2s or B1s in this list. Yeah, but you have a lot of Magna Guard that don't do your 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 coordinate shenanigans, probably. Yeah. So it's a way to but make sure they don't have to AI dodge or the, move. The, the Magnas are still considered special special forces, not a core, so you can't direct them. Oh, you're right. So yeah, that's why that's so, why this on. is so weird to me. If it if it said if huh. if you were allowed to do it, then okay, cool, that's fine. No, you're right. I I guess you can hide right. b hide a B two behind it, 
like as you're creeping up that's like one use case i thought of but i'm like it's not that fancy it's weird it's not a transport um but but you know what we're talking about the wrong thing here <laughs> we're talking about how awesome that special army rule is <laughs> yes yes yeah uh we also got further <laughs> clarification from one of our uh uh discord members um who he asked, asked on, on the, the forum who asked on the forum correct yeah and uh, uh if you don't spend those tokens on the command uh, on your commander's unit card, you get to keep them. They don't go away like regular green tokens. Uh, so you can stack them uh, each round. So in round two, if you don't spend any, you have six available to spend on six different units. Uh, so that's that's awesome. Um, also, yeah. So like I said, I had like a uh, a game against Daryl, uh, one of my locals. It was. Uh, I blew him off the table. Like, Jordica's with uh, at least one aim and a, um, what do you call it? At least one aim and a surge token from aggressive tactics was, like, usually enough to get, like, at least in the realm of, like, seven to eight almost every time. <laughs> oh. I, I usually had two to three aims, though, because I had Kalani um, and, like, link targeting array. So I don't think you can stuff. take Kalani, though. Yeah, you can. He's a super, he's, it's a super yes, tactic. but it says no unique. Up, I don't know. You would think it would have spelled every, out Kalani, every, but... I mean, I think every list builder has any super tack on it. I think... Ooh, I have to look at a list builder, but I think it's like... Um, uh, let me look at the unit card itself. Because I think it just says... It is the subtext, I guess. It's so. the subtext, yeah. Okay. So all super tacks are the same. Unless just somebody... The subtext are just different. Asked out on the, uh, the rules forum, and they've said otherwise. Oh, they said otherwise? I'm, I'm going to check. Gotcha. Um, but adding a black die and a white die to a, uh, an existing pool is insane. I'm excited to try, instead of uh, Jordica's and BX Commandos next, because uh, they're like, their range three pool goes from 10 dice to 12 dice. Uh, if Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was doing, <laughs> I was doing some like quick math. You can get basically seven to nine pretty easy with two aims and then you got lethal one if you get another aim on top of that and, it's like gravy yeah yeah it's so gross all right yeah <laughs> so that's gross. crazy cool. you the, can the, do it. the oh forum has confirmed that kalani and kraken are legal so all right that's that's what i thought we're good um they turn into shooty wookies with red saves at most it's it's so disgusting i love it <laughs> uh the new the, the special issue magnus i'm not sure about um they're weird I, you kind of don't even want to put a heavy weapon on it because it's like somewhere in the realm of a fourth to like uh half their points um it's it's not great it, it doesn't feel good to put like a very expensive upgrade on them so maybe you just run them naked to be honest and just run at the enemy the fun thing is you could technically run nine of them that is the fun thing <laughs> Is it nine or six? Because they count as core. They count as core, but they're also listed as special forces. They're listed in special forces, but they also count as core for list building. Mm. So either you can take six or nine, but I don't know. It, I, it, that might require a forum, but uh, I. I mean, I, I think. I think they Army just count as core. Okay, way. so then you can have six. All right. Yeah. So everybody who already owns I, three Magnicars needs to get three more if they want to go all the Yeah, out. just three more. 
I think I'm with you though. Like I think I would rather because by the time you throw in the rocket, they end up being close to a hundred points. I'd rather just have normal Magna Guard and have it be an eight wound unit versus a five wound unit. I'm cool with it being different in this force, but like this is like it feels weird to put a heavy weapon on this unit. It just it just feels bad when they die. I, the, the, I, let me put it that way. Let's be real. This is the Droidica faction. So yes, Droidica and uh, Commando faction. So yeah, hell yeah. Because the, right. the the commandos being able to increase their speed, or if you just want them to be, you know, sniping, you know, adding some extra dice from range, it's it's good. Oh yeah, real good. Sweet. Uh, tell us about the Wookie one. Wookies. Uh, but but what about the droid attack on the Wookies? Because uh, that's clearly what's happening. So the Republic Battle Force that we now get to play is called the Wookiee Defenders. It's part of the Galactic Republic. And the Wookiee Warriors Noble Fighters, so the melee Wookiees, count as core for army building and battle cards. The army must include at least three Wookiee Trooper units. And the first time a miniature in a Wookiee Trooper unit is defeated each round, that unit may make a speed one move. That's really cool. Uh, I mean, it sucks that you have to lose a model for that to happen. But that definitely makes it a more calculated risk to have to shoot the melee Wookiees. Because they're, they're going to move faster if you shoot them. For the units allowed, Commander is uh, Yoda, Chewbacca, or Wookiee Chieftain. Special Forces is 0-1 to one ARC Troopers, no strike teams, and Wookiee Warriors. Core is zero to two phase two troopers. Support is zero to one bark speeder and the flutter craft. And the heavy is zero to one infantry support platform or zero to one saber tank. No unique upgrades. Rank requirements each army must include one to two commanders. Each army may include up to four special forces. Each army may include three to six, must include three to six core. Each army may include up to three support, and each army may include up to one heavy unit. There is one unique unit to this battle force, and that is they have a different fluttercraft available to them. The main difference is a keyword called attack run and that it, this fluttercraft is two points more expensive than the regular fluttercraft. The attack run keyword says, at the start of this unit's activation, it may choose to increase or decrease its speed by one until the end of its activation. So this thing's normally speed two. You can choose each turn whether it's going to be one, two, or three. <laughs> really keep your opponent guessing. Uh, John, as the uh, Resident Republic player, thoughts? It's exciting. I think a lot of people for a long time have wanted to play a all Wookiee army, so I think now we have the opportunity to do that and not have to take uh, three Phase 1 clone troopers just to fill that minimum requirement from a core trooper standpoint. Now you could just take three, uh, you know, naked Wookiee troopers and then do whatever you want from that, that point forward. So it's exciting, and I think there's some cool... 
cool special rules in there. I think you hit the nail on the head. It doesn't feel good to necessarily have to lose a Wookiee model to activate that free speed one move. Um, but it's cool. Yeah, I mean, I think it's... We were kind of talking about this in our Discord when we saw the rules come out for it, and I definitely think this one's going to be more of a fun battle force from what I've been kind of t messing around with from a list-building standpoint um, versus competitive, and I think that's perfectly fine. Um, just because I don't know how many activations you can get out of it. And because all of the units are fairly expensive, like even a naked Wookiee squad is 69 points. And then if you think you're going to activate that for move, you're going to lose a guy. And then it's going to be a two, two model unit, you know, to get the free move. So kind of feels bad when you do, do lose that model. But I think it's going to be going to be fun to have a table full of Wookiees either way. So I'm excited. I'm definitely excited to give it a shot. Well, if you don't want to put any upgrades in your army, all right, you can get an army to 792 points. That's 11 activations. That's made up of <laughs> Chewbacca, four shooty Wookies, and six melee Wookies. That is something you can do. <laughs> Just get Chewbacca to the point where he's uh, enraged, and you have a absolute courage bubble over your forces and it's amazing now i'm i'm wondering if uh, this battle force will see people playing uh, more fluttercraft that'll be interesting it's possible the attack run thing is pretty cool like i think you're gonna see more of a increase to movement so that you can actually kind of like do little sneak attacks like get in get out and actually utilize that speed three move versus going slower if anything um so yeah i mean two points is nothing to be able to have that kind of flexibility so i definitely think they'll see some more play if anything within uh this battle force for sure yeah, I, I hope to see an increase in Fluttercraft. It, it might convince me to put my, my one together and possibly get more. Um, but it, it definitely seems like a fun idea to, to run the Fluttercraft, especially since, you know, you it might be now easier for people to pilot these things because they can choose how fast they want to go each turn rather than knowing they have to go a certain speed each turn. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I think the biggest thing for me is I feel like they if they fix some of the things with the scale keyword, that would make me feel a little bit differently about the battle force as a whole. Um, because like like I played Wookiees for over a year, and the reason I stopped playing them was due to the scale nerf, not because I just stopped liking Wookiees. Between the scale nerf and then the increase to tenacity and offensive push and vigilance, it was kind of the collective. Like, my Wookiee Padme list went up in points by close to 50 points between all the vigilance and tenacity O-push combinations. And then losing scale which you can sort of make up for with this extra free speed one move but you have to lose the model to do it whereas if your wookies are taking that much heavy fire on the way in with the old scale keywording you never really took that fire because you just kind of would just work your way up over the and then just kind of come charging over the building um so you never really took that fire uh you hit your your enemy with a full squad of wookies um 
and anybody who's played Wookiees with, uh, you know, any fair amount of frequency, you know that as soon as you get down to two models and you're only throwing four black die, or if you have tenacity, four black die and a die, it's not bad, but um, it's it's nowhere near as crazy as when you have that three or four model squad doing six, eight or six or eight black with that extra red where you can literally just like one shot a squad, especially with, uh, with the duelist and getting that pierce in there with the aim. Yeah. No, good points. So I'm, I'm, uh, looking forward to, uh, at some point hearing about the fur bowl where somebody's playing Wookiees and somebody's playing Ewoks and see who comes out on top. Oh Yeah. So uh, if anybody ends up playing in a fur bowl, please please tell us. I, I need to know what happens. <laughs> Who won? The short people or the tall people? <laughs> well, uh, before we got to the roadmap for uh, Mini Stravaganza, there was a painting stream where we got a spoil for the Empire that I was not expecting. Uh, I was expecting to see them painting the Inquisitors, but no. They actually brought out Imperial Range Troopers. Um, I, I never expected to see anything from Solo make it into to Legion. Um, but these are definitely cool-looking troops. Uh, no idea what kind of a unit they are yet, um, other than they are troopers. Um, they, they basically said in the paint panel, since the paint panel was called Empire's Elite, that they're not core because they didn't think a core unit would be elite. Uh, they could just be uh, messing with us, but that seems to be the, the gist they were trying to pass along. So the the popular theory is that this is another Special Forces unit. Um, so if it is, this is a pretty big squad. Um, they, uh, during the roadmap, released a uh, you know the full picture, and... It's seven minis available in the box. So that makes me assume it's the classic four minis for the base squad, an extra guy, and then a choice of two heavy weapons. Um, looking at the picture, the uh, the heavy weapons look like the uh, T-21. Uh, I'm not sure which T-21 this will be. Uh, the, the Stormtrooper one or the Shore Trooper one, or some new weird mix of the two. Um... And then the other special weapon actually looks like a like a DLT-19 sort of a weapon. So we, have, we know nothing about this unit other than it's coming uh, sometime in 2024. But uh, the models look great. And I'm very excited to learn more. Yeah, they are pretty sweet. And I, you hit the nail on the head. They were not something I think anybody was expecting. <laughs> so... When I uh, when I pulled, I was like, "What are what are these?" At first, I was at like you know, obviously, not after like I glanced at them for more than thirty seconds. But for the first couple seconds, I was like, "Are these commandos?" And then I was like, "No, these aren't commandos. What are these?" Um, so yeah, they're pretty sweet looking though. Considering they got all of four at most minutes of screen time in solo. The fact that we're getting a unit for these guys is is pretty cool. Is that uh, I see? I didn't even know that's where they were from. I was yeah. They, just these were the the troops were... on the train during the heist. Oh, 
Oh. With their, their special boots that didn't let them fall off the train. Oh my gosh. I'll have to go back and watch that. It's you should. It's a, it's a good movie. For a, for a movie where you knew all the main characters were going to be fine, it was a good movie. So, the the next day, on Saturday, while I was uh, playing at Game Castle, they did the uh, the Legion roadmap, which they did put on the TV, but I couldn't hear anything, so it was a lot of speculation when they popped things up. <laughs> so, you know, it wasn't until afterwards I actually got to, to dig into it a little bit. The, uh, the first thing they shared was uh, Geonosians. Um, and uh, Geonosian warriors, soldiers of the hive which are a full-on separatist core unit, which is great to see. They didn't do a mercenary or something, because these guys are definitely full-on separatists. I mean, they were building the droids. Um, so it's 45 points for four units in the base squad, uh, and they are core. They are a trooper. They have one health, one courage. They have white defense dice that surge. They do not surge on attack. Their speed 2, their ranged weapon is Sonic Blasters that are range 1 to 2 with a black and a white, and they have spears for melee. The upgrades they're able to take are a heavy weapon and a personnel upgrade, and they have the following keywords. Um, only, oh, they've got scale. They have a free jump 3 action, which is really cool. Uh, and then they have two new keywords we've never seen before. Death from above. When this unit attacks, it ignores cover if this unit's unit leader is overlapping a piece of non-area terrain of greater height than any terrain the defending unit's unit leader is overlapping. So basically, if you're up higher than who you're shooting, you get sharpshooter 2 or blast. So that's basically what it comes down to. And then weighed down keyword. While this unit has a claimed objective token, it cannot use the jump keyword. So you have a free jump three, but the second you have something claimed, that's gone. Because it, it's too heavy for you to jump anymore. Your little spindly arms can't. <laughs> it's more so their little spindly wings can't support more than their own weight. <laughs> um, they also shared... Uh, Three upgrades for the unit. The generic Geonosian Warrior you can add for 11 points. The Sonic Cannon Warrior uh, you can add for 25. The weapon is ranged 1 to 2, a red, a black, and a white. And it has Scatter and Impact 1. And then the Force Pike Warrior, which is a melee weapon that's a red and a black and suppressive. It does say on the card when this unit performs... A move action, you may flip this card before placing the movement tool. They did spoil that the other side of the card is some kind of overrun attack, but we don't know the details of that overrun attack. Hmm. So, that's very that interesting. I, yeah, that I didn't know. Yeah, they, they only said it. So, And then the, the one person who said it got poo-pooed by everyone, going, no, no, you, you weren't supposed to say that. So, you know... Um, but so we, we know that's a thing, we just don't know what it is fully. So this looks like a, a very interesting unit overall. Agreed. The fact that it has the potential to triple move. 
uh, you know, with the free jump. I like that it's a free jump um, that goes away for objectives. Um, otherwise, that would be way too powerful. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the fact that they're, you know, they're not the hardiest thing. They have to get to range two to be a real threat. They're just way more mobile, like, fleet troopers, kind of. <laughs> My biggest concern, honestly, when Geonosians were spoiled, like when they said they were coming, was, okay, if these guys are going to end up being core and they have wings, they're probably going to have jump in some capacity. And how quickly will that skew the game for objectives like recover the supplies when you can have like an entire army that can bounce all around the board grabbing objectives and just taking off with them mm -hmm. um so to see the weighed down keyword like right there at the end it like immediately was like okay they didn't do that thank goodness yeah. because that would have been that would have a way huge too much <laughs> problem for from a balance standpoint so that uh i feel like they still capture all of the the theme and flavor of like geonosians and them flying all around and you know kind of death from above with ignoring the cover while they're up above you and shooting down from the the rooftops um but also if they pick something up and they've got like the little spindly wings they're not going to be able to just pick it up take it off you know take off and then it's like well game over yeah um so that that feels good i think they nailed it with these guys honestly and yeah, they, they look awesome the models yeah, are beautiful the, the models are great so is the the artwork for the gene oceans on their upgrade cards but wait there's more they there's did reveal more. two characters for the gene oceans uh sun fac ruthless lieutenant who is an operative for 90 points uh, trooper with five health and two courage with surging white defense dice and surge to attack his he's got a sonic carbine which is range one to three which is red black and white and suppressive and he has a force pike which is two red and a black pierce one he's got the free jump three action he also has cover one built in he's the first trooper unit we've seen with built-in cover um, he also has the death from above and scale and weighed down keywords but on top of that he's got direct geonosian warriors and retinue poggle the lesser um so he's got a lot going on at 90 points yeah he's uh he's interesting And as, as his retinue keyword stated, Poggle the Lesser uh, is a commander for the uh, Separatists. He's the public leader of the Geonosians. I like that, that 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 tagline there. He's the public leader because he wasn't actually the, the, the leader because that was the queen. But he was the face uh, that everybody saw. Um, he's uh, 85 points. Uh, trooper with 4 health, 3 courage, red defense dice surges to hit he has a concealed blaster that's range one to three and two black he's only speed one because he's old um and he has a staff of command for melee which is two black um he can take two command upgrades a comms upgrade and a 
equipment upgrade. He's only got jump two free action. He, he can't jump as high. And considering he only goes speed one anyway, that's basically a climb just with scale. So, um, you know, he, he's not very mobile. He's an older guy. He does have Compel, Core, Separatist Alliance Trooper, Entourage B2 Super Battle Droids, Override 2, and Wade Down. Um, Poggle lets you run 7 B2s. That just sounds fun. Don't know if it's good, but it sounds fun. Yeah, they are uh, they're interesting. I so at face value, my initial impression is they are a lot of points for something that seems like you could kill them fairly easily. That would be my own <laughs> my only critique. <laughs> I mean, Pog Poggle seems like a good back of the line commander. So. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Sun fact. I I don't know because he's almost like kitted out to be like a like a beat stick but he's not very threatening so i'm not really sure i understand like you know what i mean like he's he's like a support character slash beat stick but he's not really that great at either he seems more like a bodyguard for poggles since poggles not a real threat you keep sunfac near poggle because of the the retinue and he's the guy who's meant to be a speed bump for anybody who's better than him. Um, but the real thing to talk about is the fact that the Separatists now get another rate, uh, Courage 3 commander for half price. Because the only other one they have is Dooku. And now they are getting Poggle at 85 points. So That's true. Yeah, that is that, nice. that's, that's huge for their droid armies. So Even if you don't bring G other Geonosians... It's worth it just for Poggle. Because that bu Courage bubble is just going to be so much bigger on your droids. They did reveal uh, four command cards. I don't know if these are all of the command cards we will see for these characters. But this, these are the ones that we got shared with us. Uh, one for Sunfac and three for Poggle the Lesser. Uh, Poggle the Lesser... Uh, no, Sunfax one card is a one pip called Brutal Enforcer. Uh, after you, and it only issues Sunfax, after the issue order step up to two friendly Geonosian warrior units at range two of a friendly Sunfax may do a free jump three. Sunfax gains Agile one and Demoralize run one this round. Basically, that means that uh, two Geonosians and Sunfax all can technically move four times that turn. Because they all get another extra jump three for free. So, that's, that seems good. Um, I don't know if the jump three move would count as they move for Sunfact to get Agile 1 on that one. If so, that's amazing. Uh, that might be a, a rule swarm thing to clarify, but seems seems good. Seems good. Um, Poggle has three cards. Uh, his one pip is Let the Executions Begin. It only orders Poggle the Lesser. Uh, during the issue order step, 
you may issue up to two orders to friendly droid troopers units at range one. During Poggle the Lesser's activation, friendly non-panicked droid trooper units at range one of Poggle the Lesser gain fire support, and Poggle the Lesser may make two attack actions during his activation. Um... So, enter fire support for the Separatists. We finally get that keyword. (laughs) (laughs) Now only the Rebels and Shadow Collective don't. Ha! No, Rebels technically do. So Shadow Collective doesn't. (laughs) Suckers. Uh, Poggles 2, Pip, we serve the Queen, uh, gives an order to one unit. A friendly Sunfac loses direct Geonosian Warriors this round. Friendly Sunfac and Geonosian Warriors gain Coordinate Geonosian Warriors. When a friendly Geonosian Warrior unit with a face-up order attack begins its activation, it gains an aim token, and Poggle's head is in the way, so I don't know if it's a dodge or if it's a surge token. Hopefully a dodge. Probably a dodge. Yeah. And then Poggle's last card, We Make Weapons, is actually a 4-pip. Um, to my knowledge, this is the only four pip other than standing orders. Correct. Um, yep. It gives orders to four droid trooper units. When building a command hand, treat this card as though it has three pips. When a core droid trooper unit is issued an order with this card, it may choose to return its order to the order pool. If it does, you may return a defeated miniature to the unit with no wound tokens and remove one suppression token. This card seems amazing if you're running four B2s. Because you can get back eight wounds with this card. I think eight's the pipe dream, but but yes, you, you can. So, like, if your opponent defeats four different minis in four different B2 units, sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, just I saying. just don't see happening knowing this card exists. That's all. I, I, <laughs> I think it, you're going to get it disappointed. Could get... <laughs> it could Okay, minefield is the example. You throw you throw your B twos <laughs> out there to die, and um, you know what? Turn two, you play this card. <laughs> but the fact that this is a free healing, your yeah, core I, is great. It's it's definitely sweet. Um, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> just don't believe in the pipe dream. Just oh, you're no. gonna get you're gonna get one mini back. I'm just saying that's it. the highest upside available. Right, 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 right. For sure. But uh, overall. The, the Geonosians and Sunfac and Poggle, they, they look a lot of fun. Uh, Corey, as our, uh, our main Separatist player, thoughts on all of this? Uh, Bug Boys are going to be sweet. Uh, I'm very excited. I'm glad I have four B2s. <laughs> <laughs> um, it seems like the right number right now. I only have uh, two. I'm excited for the, the, bug, the bug objective play uh, and to see and to you know, just try and go on top of elevated terrain on purpose uh, and, like, I- ignore cover. Like, that is super sweet, so I'm excited for that and um, some fire support for Separatists. Uh, should be should be a good time. I'm excited. Yeah, they're, they're definitely going to be fun. I'm happy I'm working on painting my Separatists right now, so I'll be all prepared when they come out. So nice. I'm going to have some fun. Depending on how much I like them, I might have to rebase my army. <laughs> Uh, luckily all of my uh my basing for the separatist has been geonosis so yeah we're, we're set <laughs> <laughs> solid um 
But the next thing that they uh, they spoiled is uh, the thing that I wasn't at all excited about. I haven't been you talking liar. about this for you months. Um, yeah. Uh, Inquisitors. Um, yes, please. Um, they're here. My biggest complaint is they're not coming out before PAX. Um, they, they will be out sometime <laughs> in 2024. Um, <laughs> Man. Excited and happy, and then just like you just hate it at the same time. No, I'm very excited. Um, no, I, know, I know. So, they uh, two inquisitors. For now, I'm assuming we'll get more in the future at some point. If we don't get the Grand Inquisitor, I riot. But um, so we've got the fifth brother, the kill is mine, uh, who's 105 points operative with one model. He's a trooper with six health, two courage, red defense dice, surge to hit. He can take two training upgrades and one force upgrade. Uh, speed two. He's got two weapons. He's got a spinning lightsaber for melee, which is five black with ram two, impact two, pierce one. And he's got the throne spinning lightsaber, which is range one to two, three black with impact two and pierce one. Keywords he has are dauntless, block, enrage two, which will give him charge once he has two or more wound tokens and immune pierce. Um, just thoughts on him before we start talking about the, the next Inquisitor. Um, he seems fun. He seems scary. 105 points is much lower than I expected. Very. Um, <laughs> very low and cheap. Um, I, I do agree with what they were talking about on the stream. They don't feel like they would necessarily win in a fight with any of the the main force users which is why they're cheaper just just looking at their stats but um they all I, and i say this for as much as i love them they they feel too cheap yes yeah. <laughs> I, I will take full advantage of how cheap they are when they come out as as but, everyone else should <laughs> but uh this this is disgusting there's only one way that will make me feel better about this price point, and is that is if the other force users get a price cut. Yeah, uh, right. I agree with that. If you if you're picking a design direction, like there's no there's no way in hell uh, Commander Luke should be should cost more than these fools. Um, yeah. No, that's that needs to change. <laughs> I, yeah, um, but then we've also got Seventh Sister. Uh, she is 110 points, so she's five more points than the fifth brother. Um, she's also an operative. She has only five health, so one less than the fifth brother. But she has three courage, which is more than the fifth brother. Uh, otherwise, her she also searches to hit. She doesn't search to defense. She's speed two. She's got the same throwing spinning lightsaber. Her spinning lightsaber doesn't have the ram two that the fifth brother's does. Uh, and then her keywords, she has jump one. Finally, a jump lightsaber in the Empire. So excited. Um, she has a keyword called associate fifth brother, which basically means if you take both of them, they count as only one of your operative requirements, uh, you know, limits. So you can take a third operative, basically. Um, she has block, charge, disciplined one, and immune pierce. And a keyword that's new called interrogate. While this unit is at range one of an enemy unit, treat that unit's command cards as having one more pip. 
that seems really cool. You definitely want her to be at range one of people who have command cards because now their command cards are less good. Yeah. I think I think the way you want to play these two is fifth brother. You want to get him wounded as quick as possible and just like just start beating stuff up. And then seventh sister, you just want to literally probably just move in and take a standby just to be annoying. Um, just push a bunch of stuff in so you can get an interrogate off. Um, and then like, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the other um, upgrade card soon, but that's the other use for her, right? Just be annoying with that other upgrade card. Uh, yeah, like, both of these are, both of these are very annoying characters. I, I love how they're so similar and so different. Like she's clearly the, the more skilled one, but you know, she, she's a little bit more fragile while he's yeah. the, you know, the bull in a China shop. Right. You know, there's, there's only one thing missing on both of these and there's, there's no hover. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, Look, that come is on. a really big missed uh, design. There's a big, it's a big miss. Come on. Come on, AMG. Where's the thematicness? I'm just playing. Yeah, no. Um, so, uh, there are five command cards uh, across each of them, but we'll go to the uh, unique upgrade first. Yes, please. <laughs> um, Inquisitorious training, which is only for fifth brother or seventh sister. Uh, it's a training upgrade that costs five points. The unit gains demoralize one. Uh, when a unit at range one exhausts a force upgrade, you may roll a red defense die on a block or a surge result cancel the effect the upgrade remains exhausted do you guys want to talk about this first <laughs> is good is yeah. real good yeah um yeah if you're not putting this on your inquisitors you're playing you, them you're wrong. doing something wrong you're doing something very wrong yeah it's only five points it's it's fear plus that's what this is this should cost at least 10 Yes. Force push costs and, ten. This should cost at least ten. Yeah. Force I mean, push should go down five with this existing. I mean, it, you have <laughs> yeah, like a, uh, or, or that, or yeah, either way, or that. Yeah. It's a two out of three chance that you're gonna stop like force push. I mean, really, any of the yeah, it's let, seems let, ridiculous. Let me put it. It only stops any of the one, cards you tap. It doesn't right. stop any of the ones with an X on it. So first to speed is still a thing. So and force right. push is gonna be the, the main thing you're stopping, really. Yeah. But here's my main issue with this card. It's a feels bad moment on either side when the effect goes off. So when, when you roll that red die and you, and you nail it, you, you basically tell them, no, you can't have fun. You, you turn off their force push. When, when you roll and it's a, uh, it's a blank, you feel bad because now they get to do the fun thing. That's my main issue with this. <laughs> it feels bad on both sides of the, the table. Uh, it, it it's it's very i don't know this just is this is just weird legion is a game that hasn't it, it really hasn't seen dice roll effects like we had the amban rifle that's that was okay uh it was like one wound it's like sure whatever this is like yeah i'm turning i'm turning off your fun ability that, but on a die roll legion's very deterministic and uh like positional based so to add a die roll into something is like weird it, it just feels weird. Let me just put it that way. But demoralize one. Yeah, I'm <laughs> right. That's the best part of the card. <laughs> sure. Pair it I, with I mean, fear, demoralize two. 
I, I yeah. My my just problem saying. is is that it just it's just stacked on top of everything, right? Oh, like yeah, no, they're, they're 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 cheap force push, they, and then you also get to potentially turn off someone else's force push if you give them force push. I, I don't. I mean, at least one of them I think should have force push. Uh, I don't. What would think you put on the other one then? Burst of speed. Maybe right. Maybe the brother. That or um, force reflexes on the sister. Uh, eh. because of one of their cards maybe alright <laughs> so uh, speaking of their cards the fifth brother has two cards he's got a two pip and a three pip his two pip you would question me uh, orders him and the seventh sister it's a permanent card when fifth brother gains an aim token seventh sister gains a dodge token when fifth brother gains a dodge token seventh sister gains an aim token when either unit gains an aim or a dodge token, the other unit may gain an immobilized token. If they do, the first unit gains an additional token of the same type. That seems really great because if you add, you know, it doesn't have to be on their turn. Yeah. Uh, if you if you have like uh, portable scanners or electro binoculars, it goes to the it goes to the other one. It's it's basically the works the same way as teamwork. Also, if for some reason you don't put the inquisitorious training. Uh, on the other one you just give the, the other person two of you know token types and then the other one can just immobilize themselves and be immune to force push uh yeah yeah <laughs> i didn't think of that yeah that's fun right that's uh that's fun yeah <laughs> let's just put it that way sure that's fun i don't know if it's you, good but it's a strategy i don't know if that's good but <laughs> it's something you could do yeah. Um and his three pip, I care not for your struggles. Uh orders fifth brother and two troopers. Fifth brother may issue orders at range one to five this turn. Units that are issued an order by this card gain dauntless this round. Um range one to five. It, that's crazy. I can't think of anything else that goes that far. This is a decent card if you don't have any other three pips to play. This is fine. Dauntless is also pretty useful. It, right, yeah. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying, like... Especially if you're running, like, a, a melee-focused list. I, I think if these are your only characters, that's fine. If you have, like, another character, like, let's say Boba Fett, his three pips are pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. All right. Seventh Sister has a one, two, and three pip. Her one pip is come and prove it, uh, orders her and fifth brother. Fifth brother and seventh sister gain indomitable and roll one extra die when defending. If seventh sister is declared as a target of an attack while she has a face-up order token, she gains a dodge token. Pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Two pip. Unexpected, but not unwelcome. Uh, Again, it orders just the Inquisitors. Uh, When a unit is issued an order by this card, it recovers... When Seventh Sister is attacking a commander or operative unit with a face-down order token during the roll attack dice step, she may gain up to two suppression tokens. She gains one aim token for each suppression token gained in this way. Uh, So this is your classic gain tokens, gain suppression, and um, get your free recover that we've seen with Ahsoka and Asajj, basically. Yep, for sure. And then her three pip you hide your fear well. 
uh, Seven Sister in two units. Seven Sister gains Demoralize one. While enemy units at range one of Seven Sister are suppressed, they roll one fewer die when spending aim tokens. Uh, that seems pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. Um, <clears throat> I, I will. <laughs> I will she wait until we'll, I will wait until they're on the table uh, to make some final judgments, but. I'm coming in hot with this, these takes. This seems way too good. Yeah, she could be demoralized three for a turn. <gasps> Brendan's living the dream. I'm living the dream. Fear's making a comeback. Fear, fears. <laughs> so you're gonna have Vader, plus plus these two. If for, I can, what, if I demoral for demoralized five in look, one turn. Personally, this card seems great. If you can do it after master of evil if, if you <laughs> yeah. end t- the turn with master of evil everything's got suppression and then start the next turn with that card <laughs> oh, that would be terrible <laughs> that's, that's when people yeah. start flipping tables <laughs> i'm out of here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i i am excited and scared at the same exact time everyone I'm so very I, happy. I, I mean, the comparison between these guys not being able to compete with, like, a normal Force user. I mean, granted, if you add their points together, they're more than any other Force user, right? But you're also, I mean, at the end of the day, they're immune pierce, just like any other Force user. So if you're teaming up on another Force user and you're rolling, what is it, 10 black die to their 5 or 6, you know, assortment of die, even if it's red and you have 11 wounds to their 6 wounds, like, they're going to win every time. I I agree with that for 100%. Uh, Also, I would like to remind everyone, they have block um, in melee. So I know they don't have to... I think both of them do not have deflect. They don't have deflect. Yeah. So so when they said that on stream, I kind of laughed. I was like, what do you mean? They have they have block. And and they have a way to earn dodges, like, with the, uh, the permanent... Uh, pip right so like when one gets a dodge the other one gets a dodge like you're gonna be able to do some crazy not crazy but you're gonna gonna be able to do some defensive shenanigans in melee Mm -hmm. um you just have to watch out for the other force users force push but oh no you're actually not scared of it (laughs) because of your inquisitive training uh i okay i'm gonna i could blabber on more about this but it i'll see it on the tabletop i'm so happy everyone everyone should like Everyone should play this. This is this just seems dumb. I mean, dumb not, in a good way. Not everybody should play this because that would be boring, uh, especially when uh, we don't have stats. But the Republic is getting clone commandos. Woo-hoo! <laughs> yes. <laughs> the people have been Turn pining for them, and they are down. coming. John. John's been. Uh, clamoring for some commandos i have for like the longest I time he's have. he's like do you do you think commandos is now do you think commandos is now <laughs> let's just say i was right i said the paint stream was going to be commandos it was commandos it was I commandos the, i did uh, it range, i was wrong on the, the other paint stream but i was right on this one first you're I, that was like when i first glanced down i was like commandos no what the hell are these no nope. <laughs> 
Everyone had to look that up. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, it's from Solo. Okay. Well, Brendan, you know, you're an encyclopedia of Star Wars, okay? Uh-huh. You have the medal to prove it, and yes. I should give you my medal. You should have, you should have the two medals from the, from the trivia night, okay? <laughs> guys got to up your game. Well, these commandos... I don't got to. I don't got to if, if, if you're on my well, team. That's, that's kind of my <laughs> philosophy. I don't have to know the information. I just have to know the person who knows the information. <laughs> it's called networking. <laughs> These commandos look amazing. Amazing. They are. Uh, they are I'm sweet. pretty excited. Yeah. And they also confirmed that one of the options will be Delta Squad from the Republic Commando game. Yeah. So. Uh... I was going to say from the game, right? That's yeah. sweet. Uh, so very exciting sometime in 2024. So. Yep. That's all we know. Looks cool. Um, next up. Crab droid. Crab people. Crab people. <laughs> he looks pretty cool too, like that little crab droid. Yeah. Where, where was this crab scene? I actually, I'm struggling. I have, I keep forgetting to look it up. The crab. Wasn't it where on, we uh, saw it? Yeah. The Bikishi, weren't they like kind of crawling up on the beach? No, I those were spider droids. The crabs yeah, were on Utapau. I don't have a medal from Adepticon. Oh, I don't. Know. What is the name of that planet? <laughs> Utapau. <laughs> It's where General Gre- where General Grievous was hunted down by Obi Wan. Okay, okay, okay. You even see a clone jump on one of these guys and shoot him from the top. Come on, guys! It, it's <laughs> it's been so long. I'm never gonna uh, get a medal. <laughs> <laughs> no. We just look. We just gotta be on the same team. That's it. Yeah, so, uh, crab I, I'm excited for crabs. I mean, that's just because we live in Maryland. Uh, accurate. Yep. Yep. <laughs> there was a picture going around on the Discord yep. of a like a blue crab on the Legion table. That was there was a blue crab on a base. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, I have the crab rave song stuck in my head whenever I see this thing. So for those who know it, you're welcome. <laughs> yep. Uh, also announced sometime in 2024 are Rebel Saboteurs. Uh, the inspiration was apparently just your your average person fighting against the Empire. They, they talked about uh, how Andor inspired them for this unit. Um, cool things. Uh, this unit looks like it's going to have a uh, R5 of some kind. And uh, a loath cat you can put on the base with, with the people. So, looks fun. Yeah. Very cool. And then sometime in 2025... Uh, old stuff's getting reprinted in hard plastic, so we're getting new sculpts of Rebel Troopers, Stormtroopers, Operative Luke, Leia, Commander Vader. So uh, they, they all—they just had renders, no actual models for us to look at yet, but they are some uh, good-looking models. They, uh, especially the Rebels, with all the uh, different alien heads available. All the Twi'lex, yes, finally. Oh my God, I—I three D printed a bunch of. Twilix, right, for my Rebel Army. Uh, because <laughs> you want the alien heads, right? The yeah. aliens are cool. Yeah, because yeah. it looks... So, so now in hard plastic official? I'm, yeah. I'm excited. Uh, from the uh, picture they showed, uh, Twilix are available, Duros, Moncala, humans, so... Yeah, oh, yeah. Looks sweet. All sorts. Color me excited. And then the Leia sculpt uh, actually looks, looks like phenomenal. Leia. It actually <laughs> looks like Leia. Uh, that's her on Endor. Yeah, and uh, looks 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 sweet. 
It looks much it. better than the existing model. Oh yeah. And the the Luke one's great because it definitely looks like Mark Hamill. It actually <laughs> it looks does, like yeah. a trophy. It looks like a little mini Luke trophy. <laughs> it does. <laughs> but yeah, that was all. I'm, the, I'm uh, excited. All the fun from Mini Stravaganza. I'm uh, I'm very excited for the uh, Inquisitors, obviously, but I'm also really curious about the the Commandos and the Range Troopers. And everyone is wondering <laughs> where is I want Bad to know Batch. More. I'm I will say it. Where is the Bad Batch? They gotta leave you wanting. All right. We know they're coming. They yeah. just didn't want to say anything else. I'm, I'm assuming they'll get spoiled at uh, Adepticon next year, uh, especially since that will be closer to when season three of the Bad Batch will drop. So, oh yeah, <clears throat> the timing on that one's probably probably right. They, so there you go. They took them away from yeah, me. Like Bad Batch season three is still happening. <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> Hey, hey! Now you got to contact AMG. Maybe you can salty. Maybe you can get it, or you could just win packs. There you go. Just do it. Well, you don't even have to win packs. You just have to get top four. (laughs) (laughs) Just top four at packs. I have a list of I have a list of things that were taken from me. Uh, Bad batch. My world's invite. What what else can I throw on here? (laughs) Look, look, look! They they gave you commandos. What else do you want? I shouldn't complain. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I mean, what else do you want? The obvious answer is Gungans. Uh, yeah. That's oh man, I, I was maybe expecting it to be honest. Like Gungans twenty twenty five. Watch that, that be like sweet. a late twenty twenty five or a twenty twenty six thing. It'd be hilarious. That'd be fun. Garasoka. You know they've got to be working on it. No, Garasoka they'll never give you because you keep asking for it. Never give it to me. <clears throat> I don't think it's ever coming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's coming, man. <laughs> the more we ask for it, the more like, uh, we could push it back a couple more weeks. <laughs> weeks? Just yeah. like, I'll never get yeah, yeah, the Imperial Super Commandos. All right, well, I'm, I'm excited for the future of Legion. Uh, I believe we chit-chatted about all the all the new upcoming stuff. Yep. So, yeah, I'm I'm super hype. Yeah, Lots of goodness. Very, cool very exciting. Alrighty, gentlemen. Uh, I think we've rambled on enough, so I think we can uh, we can close this show out. Uh, I'm Corey. I'm John. I'm Brendan. Definitely. Say glorious, everyone. <laughs>